Froilish, Froilish, Froilish. Aw, pretty soon we won't be able to Froilish anymore. I know. Um, well, welcome back. It's finale week for Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor. We are the Rosettes, and we're the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know, and I'm pretty damn sure. (laughs) And we are super excited to be here to talk about this. Um, I don't know. I have... I have a lot of opinions about this week, and they're super different from most people's opinions, I think. Yeah, I think my opinions line with yours pretty good. Yeah, um, but... Bachelor Nation news. There's a bunch. I don't know. Should we wait? Should we... Is there a bunch? I mean, we should at least say that the Claire's season of The Bachelorette has been postponed. It was supposed to start filming last night, but didn't. So I had gone on and tried to... I went on to Instagram and tried to follow a bunch of her guys. And, um, you know, they're all private because The Bachelor makes you go private for a while. And this morning I woke up and like six of them had accepted my follow requests. I'm like, oh, I guess it's really over. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, When they plan on doing it again. um... But here's the thing. She could like, she could totally... Um, social media stalk her guys in the interim. Yeah, she can. And That'd it's be awesome. a little bit. Is it awesome? I don't know. It's different. Which different is awesome sometimes. But yeah, but then she could also maybe start flirting with some of them before uh, they even get to the show. And that's like, unawesome. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I'm sure she has to sign a contract saying she won't do that. But like, who's to stop her? Exactly. Um, and then. Uh, I also heard that Summer Games was canceled, canceled yeah, yeah, because of the concern about the international contestants and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, Madison was spotted hanging out with Selena Gomez, so I guess she's friends with Selena Gomez now. Weird. Which is weird. Um, what, uh, oh, I think Hannah B. tweeted that she was team Hannah Ann, mm-hmm. which is interesting also. Alabama Hamas. Um, well, the other, Hannah Ann's not from Alabama. She's from Tennessee. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. A lot of the other news things that have come out are a little bit spoiler-ish for, like, the end of the show, so I don't know. We should if talk they're... about it after we talk yeah. about the shows, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's... Anything else? Oh! Nick and Kelly were spotted together. Mm, I saw a picture of them on Instagram. Yeah. So they'd be a great couple, I think. I I said that when we first looked over the girls, oh. and I saw that she was a brunette and a lawyer. I'm pretty sure I said it on the episode. I'm sure you probably did. Oh my gosh, she looks super... like she'd be Nick's type, because yeah. she's intelligent, because she's a lawyer, and she's a brunette. And she's logical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said from the beginning that I think they'd be a good pair, well. so... Keep our fingers crossed. I should be the bachelor matchmaker. Maybe they'll end up on Paradise together. Do you think yeah, Nick that's would ever come back? Oh, yeah. I think Nick's will kind of. I think he's will up for whatever. Yeah. I think he just likes to stay relevant. Yeah. Like this is his job now, and he knows that he has to kind of work to like sustain that. Sustain that, and he gets that it's like a shallow profession, and I think he hates it. 
but I think he's also grateful because he does depend on it and he is really successful because of it. Yeah. You know? But yeah, uh, before we get started, be safe out there with this coronavirus. Yeah. Classes are getting canceled. Campuses are closed. Mom's going to work from home yeah. this week. As we sit here recording this, all my computer stuff from work is sitting here, and I'm going to install it this afternoon, see if I can get it to work. So, you know, pray for me. <laughs> um, I still have to go to work, which is cool, I guess. Um, I don't think it's very cool, but you have to earn a living, so. Yeah. Uh so yeah, just be careful out there, I guess. Jack school's been canceled. So Jack, Jack school's been canceled. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh, I thought you did. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got an email saying that they're gonna next week. They're gonna be like learning from home, and then the week, then the week after that's gonna be spring break. That they pushed it up a week mm. or a couple weeks, I think. So yeah, so be me and Jack hanging out, working at working from home. Working from home. <laughs> Buying for computer space. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, let's get go. down to it. So last episode, uh, wait, no, this episode is, is this the first episode? Monday night. Yeah. It was a live, you know, the live show. Chris, uh, Chris Harrison's there with his live audience saying what a complex, shocking, and controversial conclusion to the season it will be. Mm-hmm. And who was Peter's mom really crying about? Um, Even Peter doesn't know how it will end. Which I guess ends up technically being true, but like, okay. Yeah, they made a bigger deal of that, but we'll talk about that after we talk about what unfolds. Um, But first person to go on a date with Peter in the final two is Maddie. She's there um, in Alice Springs, Australia. There's like didgeridoo music and a bunch of, you know, Shots of animals, kangaroos hopping around, and freaky-looking lizards, and dingoes and stuff. It's I think you're making up these words, Mom. <laughs> They're real words. <laughs> Didgeridoo is fun to say. <laughs> I mean, the place they visit is called Uluru, or I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yeah. Australians just have fun words for things. <laughs> Anyways, so they uh, are going to go, do they go on a date before they meet Peter's parents? Yeah, I don't, let's see, let me look at my notes. Maddie is the first person. Yeah, they go to see the parents first, it looks like. Okay. So, they go to see the parents, and they're, before they go inside to meet the parents, she and Peter start, like, arguing. Outside. Outside. And, I even for, I forget what the argument's about. It's basically the sex stuff, I think. Right? Um, pretty much. Well, Peter kind of meets his parents before. He goes in and chats with his family before he goes to bring Maddie in, or whoever he brings in first. I think he brings uh, Hannah Ann in first, actually. Yes. He oh, they meet, the par- they meet the parents first, and then dates are later. Yes. I remember now. Yes. So it's been a while Hannah since Ann I Hannah Ann meets the family first, but he goes into the family and kind of preps them. And Barbara's super excited to see him as usual. She's crying her eyes out the second he walks in the door. She's just a crazy, crazy emotional person. <laughs> Talk about emotion shaming. You know, world, be nice to Barbara. We're told to be nice <laughs> to emotional people. Barbara's one of them. Yeah. Um, so he tells the family about both of the girls. Uh, Barb asks him if Hannah and, and or Maddie said, I love you. And, you know, he says, just, and he said, just Hannah, Hannah Ann has. Yeah. 
Maddie hasn't. He tells the family about the, quote, ultimatum in the fantasy suite situation. So they already know that before they meet either of the girls, which I think is sort of significant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Maddie's the first Yeah, person. and the family looks really mad about it, too. They're like, she did what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, know. it's, yeah. I mean, I understand both points of view, but... She knew what she was getting. Yeah. Herself. Well, the thing, the thing, the thing with it is, you can have those standards for yourself, but you shouldn't try controlling what he needs to do. And if it really makes you that uncomfortable, then don't deal with it and go home. Go home. Yeah. And stay home. Go home and stay home. And yeah. Right there. Yeah. And that's totally okay. I mean, I totally respect her standards and her her um, commitment to staying. You know, to to waiting till marriage to engage in those kind of activities. But yeah, go if if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Go back to where you're comfortable. Find a guy that is better suited to you. Yeah, Luke P. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think does he have a girlfriend? No, I don't think he does. Actually, no. Slide into his no DMs. One, yeah, no one in their right mind would date him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and not the family can see that they're like, okay, they're not compromising, like. It's cool. It's not bad that she has these morals, and it's not bad that he's doing these things. They just both need to compromise, and neither right. of them are willing to do that. Yeah, especially um, Maddie. Peter thinks he's willing to compromise, but once he knows what's really entailed in this whole being a faith leader of a household, it's just it, he's not going to be able to do it. Yeah, he thinks he can do it, but it, he just yeah, and his yeah. family knows that. So mom and dad are concerned about Maddie from the get-go, even Mm -hmm. though Peter tells them she's the first person he fell in love with. Jet and Jack, his brother, says he trusts Pete's judgment. Mm -hmm. And Peter says he warms up the family for Hannah's um, arrival by saying she's a combination of pure innocence and lots of confidence. Just the biggest sweetheart in the world. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, she sounds a lot like you. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're we're actually super similar, and that's one of the things I love about her. <laughs> and um, then they bring her in. Yeah, well, I wrote a little note that says, poor Peter's family, they probably thought they were going to go to the Maldives or Fiji or something, and here they are in Alice Springs, Australia. Yeah, true, but also they're a pilot and a former flight attendant, yeah, so, yeah, so they've probably seen it all anyway. It'll shut down my observation when we talked yeah. about the pre-show also, so anyway. Um, um, so Hannah's, you know, she's she looks beautiful, she's in this really pretty yellow dress, and of course they always bring the obligatory book. Bouquet of flowers. flowers. Mm-hmm. Mom gives her a big hug. Uh, They're so excited. They're like, aha! La, la, la. She wants the family to know how much she loves their son. And they both felt from the first night. They were both attracted to each other from the first night. And she, yeah, Peter reminds us that Hannah got Hannah Ann got the first impression rose, which I sort mm-hmm. of forgot about. Yeah. Um, and they... They're a little bit, like, he's, like, super touchy with her and stuff, and yeah. it's a little bit awkward to watch. Yeah, I, I but she he, like, nibbles on her shoulder and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, um, but I I see some people doubting whether she w- was genuinely interested in Peter, and I think she w- did, went on the show hoping it was going to be Tyler or something, yeah. but... Um, then when she was there, she was like, oh, he's still nice. And then I think she did end up caring about him. I see some people being like, 
Hannah Ann didn't really like him. Yada yada. I think she liked him enough that she was willing to work on to to work on it and try to get there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think she always had doubts about their ability to get there. I don't think she had doubts about her ability to get there. I think he, she just okay. saw how torn up he was about right, right. everything there else. Was, there was just always a lingering sort of feeling of hesitation for me with them. Mm -hmm. But I do think she really cared about him. I don't think she's really capable of being that duplicitous. She seems yeah. like a nice person. Yeah. At one point, um, there, Peter and Hannah Ann are cuddling on the sofa, and Peter Sr. says, look at that. And the mom says, I see you and me, which is cute in a sort of gaggy way. <laughs> so mom takes, and Barb takes Hannah Ann aside to chat with her. And she says, you know, I don't know you. I'm going to, you know, but here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who won't try to change um, our son. And Hannah says, you know, I love, I love your son through little tears. And it may be our last week together, and I want to be able to be in and all present and not worried about what might happen. And, you know, Mama says, oh, yeah, no, let's stay, let's stay positive. And they have a pretty good chat. You know, it seems like it's pretty positive. Mm -hmm. Then she talks to Peter Sr., and she says she's giving it all. She's giving it her all, and she wouldn't be here if she wasn't serious about um, wanting to get engaged. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, he's my partner. We laugh and we cry. And it was love at first sight. Mm -hmm. So she's saying all the right things. And she's pretty believable. Yeah. Um, and Dad says, oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Um, what happens next? I forget. Dad and Dad talks to Peter. You know, basically they just tell Peter they really like her. Um, you know, I wrote maybe more notes than we really need to talk about. Um, Peter says the only hesitation he has at all with Hannah Ann is that he has feelings for another person. Um, and Dad says, are you leaning one way or the other? And he says he just needs to spend a little more time with Maddie because they haven't had the best interactions lately. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the entire family calls him Bud. Apparently when he was growing up, everybody called him Bud. Or Buddy. Mm -hmm. You know. And, you know, Dad says he hates, you know, in his ITN says he hated seeing his son so sad. Uh, Barb says she feels like she's known Hannah Ann all her life. Yeah. And they cuddle outside. The, the date's over. The meeting is over. They, Hannah Ann and Peter cuddle outside on a bench very briefly. Very brief bench cuddle. <laughs> all right. Next up is Maddie. Yeah. But here, Ariel and I were actually watching together, which we don't do as often as we'd like. And at this point, Ariel says, the place they're staying at looks like a trailer park. It does. Legit. It looks like a legit trailer park, she said. And yeah. I agree. Well, not. I don't mean like. I didn't mean it like it looked bad. It just looked like they were actually in trailers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I meant by a legit trailer park. It looked really rustic, you know. It, yeah. It, it was obviously not the you know Four Seasons. Yeah. Obviously. Um. And. Uh, also, this whole, when he, before he and Maddie go inside to meet the parents, they sit down on a bench and they're having a conversation. Yeah. And this yeah. whole conversation, she's just mumbling. Oh, she's so annoying. She's so mumbly and she's so, like, touchy-touchy by everything, like, her all over her hair, her, her, face, her face, her dentures. 
She's just, I don't Aren't know. Are they veneers? I, probably. I don't care. The thing, the thing with Maddie is I liked her at the beginning of the season because I, like, trusted her. And then I was like, hold up. She's kind of getting, like... Kaylin, like Kaylin, yeah, yeah, like when I liked well, Kaylin, but... when I liked Kaylin at the beginning of the season, and then I was like, hold up, something about this isn't right. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that's kind of how it, what's happening with Maddie for me too. I just don't, I don't trust feel, her. I don't, I don't believe she loves him. I don't. I don't like her. I think that. Um, I mean, I don't hate her. I don't think she's a terrible human she's just annoying. I think she's being portrayed much differently on tv than how she actually is yeah before we started recording this uh, apparently Jack, Jack, Jet and Jack Weber had a thing on Twitter a conversation with people on Twitter I think where, it was Instagram Instagram or wherever it was mm-hmm. where he said look you know you don't know her like we know her so please stop yeah he basically said the version of her that you saw on TV is as far from who she really actually is in as like in real life mm-hmm. as you can be. Yeah, she's Which a, is interesting. She has like mad basketball skills and super talented in that area and she, you know there's things about her that are really fascinating and kind of really cool but just on the show I just don't I just don't feel like she ever loved Peter. I don't feel like she ever really wanted to marry Peter. I think that she wanted, you know, she's got like over a million followers. I think she just wanted Instagram fame and she got it. I think before I heard some people being like, I think she just wants to be bachelorette. And I didn't think that for a while, but then towards the end. Yeah, for sure. I for sure thought, and I think that they were almost going to go with her because she was getting a really kind of kind, innocent edit. edit. Yeah. So I think they were leaning that way, but then when they realized that nobody really liked any of these girls on this season, mm-hmm. they were like, guess we'll pick Claire. Yeah, and how impractical it would be to cast her season, because, mm-hmm. you know, she's... And here's the and thing. She, and that's okay that she's choosy that way. She's she's saving herself for marriage, so a bunch of the show would be a little bit... A lot of what the show's about would be kind of taken away a little right. bit. Right. And the thing with Colton, what was different was he wasn't saving himself. He was just... Just awkward and not that around doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Just super focused on his career and not... One pleasant result of this season is really made me cherish Colton and really respect him for doing what he did. Mm -hmm. And knowing that he wanted... Knowing which one he wanted and that he tried... You know, he knew he was going to hurt the other two, but he did the best he could to not. Yeah. And... You know, he didn't play all that bull, bull game with the producers and stuff. You know, yeah, he had a plan, and he would have gone to the fantasy suites with everybody, but he wouldn't have slept with everybody um, because he didn't with Tasha. Mm-hmm. And he wanted Cassie, and he made it happen. And you know, Peter just was just too malleable and too weak to, you know, go that route. Mm-hmm. They might have had a happy ending. Well, I'm spoiling again, but um, so anyway, like spoiling, liking, spoiling sound like Daphne. <laughs> um, anyways, liking Colton, not liking Peter as much, definitely not liking Maddie as much. Yeah, and so they're talking, and she's mumbling, and she's like, "Listen, well, I, uh, I'm like, like, I'm like, 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 like,
really... I couldn't even understand half the stuff she was saying. I know, saying. I couldn't even... I needed subtitles, but I didn't have them on at the time, so I couldn't really understand her. It was, yeah. She but I was, think the basic gist of what they well, were saying was... He said, how are you doing? And she said, not good. And that was the basic, you know... Yeah. And so they're just arguing, and he's like, well, this is a major week. Like, I need to know where you stand. And then she's, like, covering her face with her hair, and she's like... And I'm like, she said the the gravity of last week was, you know, a lot to take. And she, she says, you put your needs above mine. So that was really hard for me. And that was really hurtful for me. But here's the thing is you being mad at him for putting his needs above yours is you putting your needs above his in right. a sense also like it's that's sort of a, a little bit yeah. yeah that's a little bit hypocritical and in the end when there's three girls and he doesn't doesn't seem to know which one he really wants that's another thing in there yeah, yeah. and like obviously he's gonna put his needs first especially if you're not willing to compromise like that's well, cool if you don't want to do that with him well she okay let me be advocate for her a little bit you know, she told him, I won't be able to move forward if you sleep with the other girls, but she didn't really convey the gravity and the, the, the heaviness behind it. He didn't really hear or understand that this was a real, true ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and he did it anyway. So, yes, he did put his needs but above she hers, never but she never spelled it out for her. Right, he never, he never really understood. She, he didn't get that was, she was talking about, like, physical intimacy right because yeah. she didn't say it yeah it was just all messed up they just can't communicate very well but you know she does tell him that the, the when they climbed up the the um building in wherever they were gold coast that it was the best day of her entire life and if he had got down on one knee and asked her to marry him then she would have said yes and you know he Peter gloms on to stuff like that. Like, now that's the only thing he's hearing in it for the rest of the date. Like, that's every, that cures it all for him. He's like, okay. Although he does say, you know, that you're the only person who I don't know how you're feeling about me. And, <coughs> excuse me, you know, they argue some more. Yeah, it's just a mess. Yeah. It's, they're clearly she's, not compatible. They clearly don't know how to communicate. She and, said, you know, she says she's hanging on by a thread. And since the family are, you know, essentially in a trailer, I'm sure that the walls are thin enough for them to hear all this. Right. And we, we later learned that that more happened than just the brief conversation we saw, that she was three hours late being to, to that family meeting, we find out later. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's probably producer's fault as much as hers. But, you know, she did stop and make Peter sit down and have a super heavy conversation before going in to meet the family. Yeah. But... Because he, she made that remark about I would have accepted a proposal. That he, that's what he's now. He's feeling confident enough to go in and meet the family, and he's all in love with her all over again. Yeah, you know they want. He, he whispers that he wants to know how to get. He wants to get through this with her, and she says how. And you know, basically, he's telegraphing to her that he'll pick her if she can just stick it out. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and she's just not. Either she's not picking up on it, or she just doesn't care and doesn't want it anyways. Yeah. 
Um, so then they go in to meet the p- family, and they're not as excited to see her. They're like, oh, hey. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. I did want to mention the funny little thing. He, they were talking about, she says, at one point, she says, you know I'm fighting for this, right? And he makes her laugh by bringing up a basketball story that she's told him and about having lost a tooth. And um, that was cute. She actually does make him laugh. No, he makes her laugh. That's what I meant to say. So after that, they finally go in and meet the family. And the whole thing is kind of like, it's clear that they're not really vibing it. Mm -mm. But again, he's happy because of the proposal comment she made. Mm -hmm. Um, He tries to kiss her. She pulls away. That was weird. Mm, She's... Not she's kind of dressed down compared to Madis to, to Hannah, Hannah Ann. Ann. Yeah, she always is dressed down compared to Hannah Ann, though. She doesn't get as big a hug from Barb when they go in as Hannah Ann got. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, they all are wondering before they come in. The family's wondering what the delay is outside. It's kind of tense. Um, what the first thing they talk about, at least what we're shown, the first thing we're shown is they talk about the ultimatum to the family, and the roadblock that has gotten in their way because of that mm-hmm. um and dad says you know that's a that's a tough tough position and um you know we can see the relationship is strained yeah and then uh peter's brother jack and like pulls him aside to talk to him mm-hmm. and he's like can you realistic can you like is this realistic can you really see yourself with her do you really think you're compatible he says do you really think you can not have sex with this person until you get married yeah and do you really think that you can stop going line dancing on sundays and go to church and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> line dancing thing is just cracks me up uh, i'm glad though that it's a real thing a like, real thing and not something made up for the show right when yeah. he and victoria p went line dancing in the very beginning yeah i guess that's a real thing he does so, <laughs> you know, that's kind of Goes line dancing at the boot barn. Yeah, and, you know, Peter's answer is to his brother is, yes, yes, you know, I chose that. I choose that. I can wait. And, <laughs> and Jack's like, right. <laughs> and Jack's like, well, you know, just don't compromise yourself. And Pete's getting angry. And he says, that's what relationships are, compromise. you got to compromise yourself. you got to compromise. You don't have to compromise yourself. Right. <laughs> you have to make concessions to get along with each other and if you really love somebody you know you're willing you want to make that concession because you you know but but you expect the, them to do the, do same. the same for you yeah it's not about compromising your whole set of values your whole like if you fall in love with a serial killer you know you're not going to start being a serial killer you know it's not that it's a dumb comparison but you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know you're not going to completely change your whole personality yeah it's compromise not compromising yourself um, and then I think... He's rationalizing so hard, I wrote. I think Barbara talks to Maddie, and I think she says it's really important for... I think she also said this to, something along these lines to Hannah Ann also, that she said, it's really important to me that you don't change my son, and my son doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I... She said that to Hannah. Yeah. Oh, did she say that to She Hannah? probably said something similar. She probably it. said something similar to Maddie, too, though, because that's clearly what's happening here. Well, they show Dad talking to Maddie, and he says, are you sure you're both, you know, completely compatible? And Maddie says, you know, faith is my whole life. And he shared he could grow that. 
yeah, they're both hanging on to these little tiny snippets of conversations they've had, you know, a long yeah. time ago that aren't really and you can that don't have any basis in fact. Yeah, and the the you can tell. I think the reason the parents don't like this relationship, I don't think it's that they don't like Maddie. I think it's that they know that their son or brother aren't they're not going to all of a sudden become like a super super religious person right they know they're a girl their son slash brother and you know on the off 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 chance that he does become that they're gonna lose the person that they are used to and that they love yeah he's gonna be a completely different person right that's i think scary to them and i i 100 get that yeah she does say at one point that she wants someone who wants to be better every day she's super competitive her competitiveness comes out there Mm-hmm. In an ITM, you know, Jet and Jack says he's afraid his brother, that his brother's life jetting lifestyle won't be compatible with her ministry weekends. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was an interesting observation. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with either of those lifestyles. I'm not. There like, isn't, but it's just together. together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. So all three of the um, Webers are skeptical about this whole thing. Yeah, and they're they all reconvene basically and to talk to each other again and um barb starts to confront um maddie regarding the fantasy suites and maddie interrupts barb super rude and then barb looks so mad (laughs) and it's like why would you do that like if you want to impress his family take the time to listen to his family (laughs) It's crazy. Um, what's next? So everybody, basically the bottom line of this whole meeting is that everybody but Peter can see that Madison's lifestyle doesn't line up with his. And they're being really honest, you know. Yeah. Um, cry, you know, then crying, the mom says, she's just not there for you. I said a prayer, said, you know, Help Peter find the right one. Please help God put the perfect person in your path. And she says, Hannah Ann is an angel on earth. Yeah, like in tears, just crying. I hope God helps Peter understand that. (laughs) Barb is just obsessed with Hannah Ann. After Maddie leaves, the... Peter Sr. says, you know, are you willing are you willing to risk something so perfect for something that, you know, that may materialize? Speaking like Hannah Ann so perfect and Maddie is a real gamble. Mm-hmm. And mom says, Barb says, this reminds me of Hannah B. You were crazy in love with her, but she chose the wrong person. <laughs> Talk about Tyler. <laughs> Should have picked Tyler. <laughs> Should have picked Tyler. And Peter says something about, you know, well, we've had such an excellent time together. We've had so much fun. There have been no hiccups at all. And Jack says, no hiccups? You know, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, would, would you rather us send you down the wrong path? Would Jack says, would you rather us just endorse whatever thing, whatever you want and try to, instead of trying to steer you away from the wrong path? They're basically saying, we know you're bad at making decisions, Peter. We're trying to help you. And I'm sure that's probably why his family is so close. Like, 
they probably always take care of each other because yeah. they know that they're not at like individually very good at doing it. <laughs> yeah, they they understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So this is the big moment we've been waiting for all season, where Barb says, "Bring her home." <laughs> about Hannah Ann. <laughs> She's crying, and this whole season I thought it was gonna be about Maddie. Me too, since they met her on the first day. Yeah, and, and then it turns out Barb hates Maddie. Bring her home to us. <laughs> She's a dream come true, and God has placed her there for you. I mean, her histrionics could not have been more extreme. Yeah, they're so <laughs> funny. But I, I, I continue to like Barb, and and sort of understand Barb from a mom's point of view, you know. She's a little over Yeah, the top, it's a controversial but, opinion for yeah. sure, but I I like Barb. I think I I'm on her side with everything. Yeah. She's I mean, she's right. She may not she's kind of harsh and she may not be delivering it quite the right perfect way, but I agree with her ultimate opinion about it. Yeah, well, and what, they're not giving her the chance to like really prepare something either. Like and it's a live show, so Right. Well, anyways, so this moment that we've been you know, previewed the entire season. Bring her home. We haven't been shown what Peter's answer to his mom was. His he, he said, "Mom, you gotta stop doing this, please. You've gotta stop doing, mom. You, mom, <laughs> mom, mom. You've gotta, mom, stop doing this." <coughs> Excuse me. So, anyways, he says that you know they can't see her like I see her in his little ITM. And, you know, Chris Harrison says, now we know, back to the studio, now we know what Barb was talking about. What will happen next will be brutal. And there's probably a commercial, and then we're back to the Outback with some seriously weird-looking lizards and kangaroos and dingoes and didgeridoos. You're going to say that after every (laughs) commercial break. I just want you to think they're fake words again. They they are. (laughs) They're not a didgeridoo's a thing. You know what? I bet the Outback is a pretty safe place to be right now. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Anyway, well, yeah. Aside from the poisonous animals and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, like, viruses and stuff, it's really hot there, I think. Like, this time of year, it's summer, I think, or, yeah. like, going into fall. And it looks really hot when they were there, anyway. So, anyway. Um, so, Maddie comes in a plane that Peter's actually not flying for their final bum, date. Bum, bum. And they're going to take a helicopter to Uluru, the rock, the very, very famous, sacred, special, important rock and the outback i know i understand that like australian pronunciation is really tricky so i'm just gonna say uluru and if that's not quite right please forgive me <laughs> see i didn't even know australia had a sacred rock so oh, it's awesome yeah it's super super famous and awesome and they're really lucky to go there but maddie doesn't know that i, I feel like peter has been prepped on it like this is really 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 important and special and hardly anybody gets to experience this really spiritual amazing thing and he's like telling Maddie that. And she's like, oh, like, Jesus spiritual? And he's like, no, like, spiritual, like, ab- spiritual. Aborigine spiritual? <laughs> like, and she's like, oh, heathens. <laughs> she didn't say that. But her face said I it. just knew she was <laughs> Oh, not real religious people. <laughs> heathens, you know. Anyways. 
So they go and they take a helicopter around Uluru. And, um, you know, Peter's thrilled. You know, it used to be, this used to be in an ocean. And Maddie says, dang. (laughs) (laughs) One thing they align with is their language. You know, dang. Dang. (laughs) Freaking awesome. You know, they yeah. they have very... Maybe that's why they're so close, is because they, they're the same reading level, same, right. same communicative... Same, same, yeah... Skills. Happy words that they use. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dang! <laughs> and Peter's like, oh, who takes a helicopter to the outback to Uluru? We do! <laughs> it's be an ocean, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Maddie seems distracted because... Kind of she's realizing the two of them aren't really that compatible. Or maybe she wants to be the bachelorette. I don't know. One of the yeah, guys. I think the gravity of the engagement is kind of like... Looming over her. Looming over her a little yeah. bit, yeah. So they stop flying around in a helicopter and they have a little picnic. And we have, once again, are, the emphasis is put on the fact that the drink they're drinking is without alcohol content. He says, oh, it's sparkling cider. And she says, oh, that's so sweet. And they toast to Aluru. And Maddie wonders if love can conquer all. She loves him and wants this so badly to work out. But sometimes when you want something so badly, you can't see the problems. She's willing to walk away because she loves him so much and wants him to be happy. Sometimes... Being a strong warrior means you have to walk away. Her speech is so... I mean, it's a good speech, but it's so obviously rehearsed. Yeah. And, like, probably practiced since she got on the plane to go to the bachelor. <laughs> you know? Like, she wants to go as far as she can and then end it so she can be the bachelorette or, you know, have a zillion followers on Instagram like she does and make a bunch of money. Oh, and by the way, did you see the thing about her agent? Like, as soon as the second episode was we over? Already, we already okay, talked we already about this about a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Maddie Sketchy, Maddie Sketchy. Yeah. It was a good speech, but it just just felt fake. Yeah. Uh, anyways, they, um, they, they kind of, she decides to leave. And was that did that or is that happening already? Well, uh, yeah, she realizes how big the change is that Peter will have to endure, and he still doesn't get that. And you know, she really doubts that he can do that. She says, "I have to be realistic about what this life will be outside of this." Mm-hmm. I don't think we're the best for each other, and Peter's crushed. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's so. I think I I I've heard people's opinions before saying that they think she was just wanting to be the bachelorette, and I stopped liking her when I started hearing these rumors. But I didn't think that she was trying to be the bachelorette. But now that she's leaving at the top two, which yeah. is a big deal, yeah. That then I'm kind of more like. Especially okay. since we know about the she, agent. Yeah, she's trying that. to get stuff out of this. Yeah. And the, all the followers and everything. Yeah, it's really pretty sketchy. Yeah. So, but yeah, not a fan of Maddie. No, not so much. I mean, I don't think she's a bad person or anything, but I think she's been very manipulative this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she's as, like, 
goody innocent Christian innocent. Yeah. yeah, as she says. You know, why did she accept the rose at the last rose ceremony if she didn't, you know, it's just, there's too much. It's too sketchy. You know, yeah. if she really thought they didn't have enough in common, she should have, you know, declined the rose and let the other two duke it out. Yeah. Anyways. There's bugs everywhere, and they're slapping their faces while they're saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sort of sad. <laughs> it's sort of sad there's so many bugs, and they're slapping their faces and hugging. It's so crap. funny. Um, she's crying sort of in the car. She says a bunch of stuff, but I can't understand. Yeah, she's mumbling so much, and I can't understand. All no she does idea. is mumble the oh, whole I have show. I no idea what she's saying. I think it was a, basically a bachelorette speech. Uh, she's yeah, like... Yeah. If you love something, you have to let it go, or something like that. And it's like... She's totally incomprehensible, and I'm so glad she is not our bachelorette. Yeah. Anyways, so the car drives away very, very slowly, I wrote in my notes. (laughs) Peter says it's the worst feeling in the world, you know, walking away from somebody you love. and then Does he see her drive away, or does... Chris Harrison go up to him and say, oh. He sees her drive away. He puts oh, her in the car. Chris Harrison comes next episode. That's what it is. I believe, if I remember correctly, he puts her in the car and she drives yeah. away. Uh, next morning, shirtless Peter wakes up um, and talks to the camera a little bit. Um, it's, he's sad that Madison's gone. <laughs> Not Chris, super relevant, but go on. Yeah, I know. Papa Chris shows up and says, hey, bud. Um, you know, never give up, never surrender. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> so some Buzz Lightyear talk there. Chris says he's very sorry. Um, anyway, I wrote he's deluded himself into thinking he would have done anything to be with her. Chris says, hey, can you get over this heartbreak or is it, or is this whole thing over? And Peter says, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, I just wanted this to work out. So Hannah Ann walks around the desert, like, repeatedly in a loop. It's like she's walking. She's like, I'm behind this stick now. Yeah. Now I'm behind this stick. (laughs) They show her walking up for her date for, like, 45 seconds, and she's just walking around scenery that looks exactly the same. She's like, oh, look at this bush. It has no (laughs) leaves. Oh, look at this bush. It also has no leaves. so crazy. So she finally finds him in the bush, and she runs to hug him. She, <laughs> she looks very, she looks very cute. Uh, so this crocodile Dundee guy drives up and says, "Hey, mate!" And um, he wants to, he wants to introduce him to an animal that nobody hardly knows. <laughs> that didn't come out very well. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was better than what I. And Hannah Ann is is concerned it might be a snake farm. <laughs> oh, Hannah Ann, I love you more and more every time you I open know, your mouth. she's so cute. Kind of a little bit dumb. <laughs> I love her. So they go into this little house. She's, it's almost like she's like, oh my god, are we going to go milk the snakes? <laughs> <laughs> so she wanders, they both wander into this little house, and like three or four kangaroos hop in. I can't stress enough that kangaroos hop into a house. There's like the sliding glass windows yeah. open and they're just hopping around this house. It's so bizarre. And I've been taught growing up that kangaroos are very dangerous. They're very dangerous. They can disembowel you with a kick. 
Yeah, like their their legs are quite powerful. So, and... <laughs> just PSA: if you find a kangaroo walking around and you don't know that kangaroo personally, I would not try to pick it up. And personally, it. if you don't know the kangaroo, <laughs> if you don't personally, personally know the kangaroo, like he's your coworker. Don't pick it up and cuddle it. That's my advice. But they ignore my advice and on Crocodile Dundee. Classic Bachelor just ignoring mom's advice. That's right. Crocodile Dundee allows them to go ahead and pick up and cuddle the kangaroos, which are adorable. Yeah. I mean, it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Yeah, they're super cute. You know, between And they're all being all cuddly, like they look like a family, except cuter because Baby there, kangaroos are cuter than baby babies. I mean, there's no denying, though, that Hannah, Ann, especially, and Peter are both adorable-looking humans, you know. They're just, mm-hmm. they're, the whole thing is just adorable meter off the, sh- the charts. But, anyways. Um, that's kind of all I wrote for the first episode. I know af- after that, they chat. They chat in the, um, they, so after that, they have their date, and it's all cute, yada, yada she's all like, oh, I'm so in love with him, but I'm just not getting any of that back, and I don't know what to do, because I'm so ready to get married, but, like, he's just holding back, and I don't know what to do, and so he comes to her house, and he looks like he's in pajamas, like, he's really casual, and she's wearing this beautiful, like, burnt orange dress, and she looks gorgeous, and he looks looks stunning, and, like, he's, like, in his PJs, and he sits on the couch, and she's like, so I need a relationship that's 50-50, and I just need to know where you stand with all this. Like, I don't know. I give know. and I give and I give and I don't get anything back. Yeah, and she's Which like, I just want something. And he's like, okay. Yeah, he doesn't really give <laughs> he doesn't her anything. Give, right? he, again, he doesn't give her anything. He's just like, well, that was... And this is the opportune time for him to say, look, Maddie Maddie went home. Yeah, like, it's just us now. I'm, you know, Maddie left. I'm really into you. And, you know, I'll see you in the morning. Whatever. Yeah. Be honest with her. Because he, she will tell us many, many times in the upcoming days how badly she was blindsided. And this is where it, you know, this is where a lot of it goes down. Yeah. And that's the end of episode one. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. So that's it for this episode. We're going to record another episode right now, but we're going to do each episode as different episodes just so they're more consumable time-wise. Thank you. Thank you. Got to read dictionaries now that we're in, what, it's social distancing, self-quarantined isolation. Yeah. This would be a really good time to go on the circle. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, anyways. And not The Bachelorette, yeah. That's the boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. News. Let's end on that news. We already, we already, talk about we already that? talked about canceled. that. Well, yeah, I was thinking about that more today. It's like, they really had to do that. Because they're going to be swapping spit with a bunch. She's going to be swapping spit with a bunch of guys. And yeah. And going to be caterers and, you know, yeah. unprotected people on the set and everything. So, I'm disappointed, but I'm glad that they made the right choice. Yeah. Anyway, same. But um, social media and stuff. Yeah. If you liked this episode, go ahead and um, rate and review our podcast. And go ahead and subscribe. When you do these things, it helps other people find us. And we really like doing this, and we really want to be able to share it with more people. So... Thank you guys for listening. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is Rosette's Podcast. Uh, kidding. 
slide into our DMs, follow us, like our things, whatever you want to do. Or email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We super appreciate it, and we really want to make content that you enjoy. So just holla. Oh, and if you want us to do Bachelor, listen to your heart, let us know too. Yeah. All right. All right. Broilish, broilish. Broilish.